What's up, y'all? Happy Saturday. How's everybody? Hope y'all having a good week. Hope y'all have had a good week. Uh, good start to the month. Uh, happy Black History Month as well. Um, this is the My Thoughts, I'm Just Saying podcast. We are on episode nine. This is episode nine, and the title of this one is Dear Nikki and Zeno, I'm Just Saying. Dear Nikki and Zeno, I'm Just Saying. So, y'all, we just going to pretty much get into it. I'm sure y'all done seen it on social media somewhere, whether, you know, you're on YouTube or Twitter, known as X or whatever whatever app you have. Um, Benzino and Eminem are at it again. But the problem is, is that M's not the one that started the beef in the first place. Let's just, I just want to clear that up for y'all. This whole thing started because of Benzino and Dave Mays' magazine back in the day called The Source. That's where this whole thing stemmed from. They were talking the most shit about Eminem, about how he would never, you know, accomplish what he accomplished despite odds, like just completely hating and bashing him every fucking chance that they got in their magazine on interviews like just everywhere. So this has been a continuous, continuous beef that has went on for years and years and years. So again, Eminem's not the one that started this shit. So let's just just want to get just want to clear that up for y'all. Since y'all just think this magically just popped up out of anywhere. Like what Charlemagne and whatever uh whatever dude's fucking name is on the Breakfast Club, like they just magically happened to uh to hear about it. Like no. This has been going on for years. Literally, it's been going on for years. And literally, ever since Eminem got his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination, even before that, it was still going on. But then when he got that nomination, it really kind of got heated up or whatever. So, so, yeah, like, there's that whole thing. And it's just like... Benzino has made two diss songs now, y'all. Two. Two back-to-back ones. Still awaiting a response from Eminem, which I don't know if we're going to get one or not. And quite frankly, I mean, look, at this point, with with with, with M's camp coming out and, well, hitting home runs, I mean, I really don't see a point, you know, but that's just me. Um... It's just always weird when the angle that you play is the same angle that people have been baiting for years about him being white, you know, like, okay, we get that. Okay, but at the same time, he's battled a lot over the years. He's had his own demons that he's had to deal with. Um, He's had tons of people I'm sure telling him that you know that he couldn't do this or that he can't do that or yada 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 and all these other things like there's been all of that but despite all those odds he's still outselling your favorite rapper he's still making millions and millions he's still in the conversation as top five or top ten or whatever you or or however you want to see it He's still in that conversation. His name rings bells in that conversation. 
there's never not going to be a time, honestly, where I don't see his name not being in that conversation. So despite all eyes, despite all the hating that people do, despite all the bashing they do on Twitter and all this other stuff, like you want to hate, you can do that. But the fact remains, the more you hate, the more you just gravitate people toward him. Honestly, that's really what it is. That's what it comes down to. The hate just gravitates. That's really what it is. So just on that whole note, like, yes, Eminem came out with Doomsday Part 2, which he he got a couple shots off. He definitely got a few shots off on, on Benzino. <laughs> like, calling, calling him a note, calling him no neck because that's what he doesn't have, which, of course, we can clearly see he doesn't really have a neck because, you know, like he said, you can't come for something that somebody doesn't have. So there's that. Then there was also the thing where he was talking about uh, the feature with with uh, Coyle Ray because, for one, she was saying that like for her to even be on a feature with Eminem, she would have to talk to her dad about it, a.k.a. Benzino. She would have to talk to Benzino about it anyway. So, like I said, I still don't, you know, but... I mean, like I said, I get it. That's her dad. You know, they've had him and, him and Benzino have had their history. So I get it. I do. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, okay. Like, yeah. And the way it's looking, it's probably never going to happen. But the fact that Benzino is just so delusional with the things that he's been saying, like, sir, like, we know Eminem is white. We know this. You can't keep pulling that same card over and over again. It doesn't work. It doesn't get you anywhere, as you clearly can see. It doesn't get you anywhere. And not to mention, your second diss song, they're freaking breaking that thing apart. Like, by the seams, literally. Like, thread. Like, it's literally, they're, they're literally breaking apart your shit by the seams, literally. Your whole entire song, your premise, all that, they're breaking it all by the seams. You know you had a ghostwriter. You know you've been in a studio with people who bounced ideas off you. Sir, what? Sir, it's a diss track. Diss tracks have always been 1v1, as, as plenty of people have already said. They've always been 1v1. There's absolutely no way that other people who have had, who have wrote diss songs are in the studio just bouncing all verses off each other like that. Like, no. You think Ice Cube bounced off No Vaseline off of somebody else? No. He went in the studio and wrote that shit. Like, them niggas gave him the ammo for what they did, including Jerry Heller, whatever, that motherfucker. And he used that shit. And bashed the fuck out of him. And still to this day, that is one of the most disrespectful diss songs ever <laughs> still to this day same with Tupac hit him up like come on now you can see him in the studio bouncing off ideas like what no sir giving somebody a whole verse like come on now bro seriously that is just ridiculous like ridiculous now I will say this though his second diss song has been better than anything that Nicki even tried to come out with. I will definitely say that. The only line of Nicki's diss song that was good was literally about her 
calling her big. That was literally it, honestly. The whispering, the ASMR at the end, I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know what that was for or who that was for. But come on, Nikki. Like, seriously, come on now. When you go at somebody with a diss song, you're supposed to go at them. Like, come with facts. Come with something we don't know. Like, perfect example of a diss song, the story of Adi Don that uh, Pusha T did against, uh, against Drake. That's a perfect example of a great diss. Because he said a lot of shit in there that we did not know. Including that Drake had a son. Like, literally. So when you do a diss song, you're supposed to put stuff in there that we don't know. Things that we, you know, are just like, what? Like, you know, give us some 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 shock value. Something that we're like, okay, whoa, what? Like that's what the that's what it's supposed to be. Now, Megan, on the other hand, she came with some shit, okay? From beginning, honestly, to end. Like she was talking her shit the whole entire song. You could hear the lyrics, you could hear word for word what she was saying. There wasn't any mix-ups. There wasn't any whispering going on where you couldn't hear what she was talking about. She clearly said what it was. Only thing she didn't do was she didn't mention names. So whoever wanted to assume it was about them, they did just that because she didn't mention names. That's the only thing I'll give Nikki over Megan. Nikki mentioned name. Megan did. So it could have been about anybody or a bunch of people, which in honestly, my opinion, I think it was about a bunch of people. That's, that's just me. I think it was about a bunch of people because different lines she said definitely could have been interpreted as different people. Like using, <laughs> using accents. Like, I, I mean, obviously that, that definitely sounded like Drake because in all of his damn songs, he uses a freaking different accent and rapping every damn one of them. So, I mean, you know, but, but that's just me off of my, off my little knowledge I have. But just the fact that this is where we are right now, this tracks, like, it's like, okay. The thing is, it's like, for one, with Megan and Nikki, I mean, Nikki, you, you tried to respond. You tried. You, you you gave it the old college try, but it just wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it. It didn't hit. It didn't hit like Megan's did. To be honest, with the way it was going, it was never going to hit like Megan's did. Like Megan out the gate <laughs> was awesome. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like literally. Off from out the gate. So just the fact that Nikki, that's what you came back with. It was a losing effort to begin with. Like, like I said, you're supposed to come with something. We're supposed to hear something. Like, 
We're supposed to hear lines that we can go back and be like, oh, she said this. Like, oh, she said that. Like, wait, what? Like, that's what the song is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like, oh, you remember this line? Or, oh, dang, this line was crazy. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. That's the conversation we're supposed to be having. But instead, we're having a conversation about why you're whispering in the song at the very end. Or you're using accent or whatever that you're rapping in the song is just like, what? You're talking at the beginning is already weird enough, but then at the end, it's like you just go into a whisper completely. Like, what in the world? Like, what is this? Like, what in the what in the ASMR are we doing? Like, seriously. Is this supposed to be sexy? Is this is this supposed to be something that's supposed to help people get their rocks off? Like, what is this? Cause it's just it's not it's not hitting. Like, I don't I don't know what I don't know what you were thinking putting that at the end of the song like like the whispering you could have just cut that out like you could have just not even had that in there period that could have just not been part of the song you could have just ended it with that last talking part that you had after you did your last verse or whatever that could have been it but no you had to go and do the whisper and we're like what the fuck did she say Because every reactor that I've watched on YouTube has said the exact same thing. What the fuck did you say at the end? (laughs) Like, what? Because nobody still knows what you were saying. And the other thing, too, Nikki, that really, really got me that I just had to laugh at. Part two. What? Nikki. If part one already didn't hit, what makes you think part two is going to hit? Like, come on now, Nikki. Just come on. There's a time when you can bounce back. There's a time when you can be like, okay, you know what? Maybe that wasn't it. Maybe I should have came harder and I should have, you know, whatever. Like, But then there's also times where, you know what? Maybe I should sit this one out. And I, in my opinion, Nikki, I think you need to sit this one out. Like, I really think you need to sit this one out. Like, don't get me wrong. We know your world tour is still going to pop. People are still going to buy your tickets. Like, that's really not going to... It's going to maybe do a little bit of a hit, but it's not going to be a big hit like maybe some people think it is. Because you still have a fan base. Like, honestly, you still have a fan base. You may have less now because of that diss track that you put out, but you still have a fan base. So your tickets are still going to sell. Like, that's just on whatever. They're still going to sell. We know this. But now, though, some of your fans are probably now Megan fans as well because of that. So... Like I said, your tour is still going to be good. You're still going to be successful. Still going to sell a lot of tickets. They're going to fill those seats up. That's just, that's we just know this. Because like I said, you still have a fan base. A big fan base at that. Like we already know when, you know, when, when, when people come for you on X, here come your Barbies out of nowhere. We already know this. But 
which your Barbies can't argue with, is that this track was trash. Like for real. Sorry. It was it was just not it wasn't hitting at all. It was not hitting. From beginning to end, it just was not hitting. The beat, production, your cadence, it just it wasn't it. Like, honestly, the talking part was the funniest thing ever to me. Honestly. I've never laughed that hard at a diss track, like ever. That talking part had me weak, like for real. I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, 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 what in the, like, what, what, what in the, what in the X videos, Pornhub, like, what, what's going on here? What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, if you're trying to be a phone sex operator, just say that. Like, seriously, what, what are we doing? Like, like, if if this is if this is a continuation of of like Girl Nine Part Two, like, just say that. Like, just, just, just say that. Because what? So I mean, yeah, guys, like, yeah, it's it's diss track season once again. It's it's crazy, but it is. Um, YouTube, uh, the YouTube reactor, Knox Hill, Clout Cobain. Not gonna lie, that's probably one of the best diss tracks I've heard this year so far. Honestly, he. Oh my gosh. I knew his pen was crazy, but I did not know that that pen was that crazy like that. Like, dude had so much in that song. Like, my goodness. So it's like when you when you come for people, especially on YouTube, there's going to be backlash. When you're going at people for reacting to your diss track, trying to get them to take their video down, like, what are you thinking? Like, they're not taking money away from you. You're trying to take money away from them, which is crazy to me. Considering, didn't you just do a video where you were asking your daughter for money? Just saying, you literally just did a video where you were asking your daughter for money. Because of all the debt that you're in. And actually, how broke you are. Well, I mean, look. It's been said. We'll do anything for clout. And, well, we can definitely see that you're trying to do any and everything for the clout. The problem is, the clout's not coming. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You might have made it with some with some battle rappers. You you definitely might have made it with some people who just don't like Eminem, most certainly. But if we're gonna talk real lyricists, real rappers, real ones who actually write their shit, you didn't make a fan out of them. You didn't. Especially when you got exposed for having ghostwriters. Not ghostwriter is in one, more than one ghostwriter. And then in a certain interview, you contradicted yourself by saying that you wrote that shit. Because at first you said that you had a group of people around you that you wrote that shit with. 
So you shot your own self in the foot on that one, sir. But, you know, what do I know? I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of music. I listen to all types. Like, I really do. R&B, hip-hop, pop, rock. Even some jazz sprinkling there every now and then. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm just, I'm a lover of music. R&B is one that I definitely grew up on. And rap is another one I definitely grew up on. Like, Eminem is still one of my favorite artists to this day. Eminem has had more hits than you've ever had views, Benzino. Just think about that for a second. Especially considering that you've been around for about as long as he has. And his stuff is still out viewing and outselling yours. How does that make you feel? But again, like I said, not my place. But anyways, oh man, man, man. But you know what though, y'all. I'm really hoping Eminem does respond just so we can once and for all put this shit to bed. Just so Benzino doesn't have anything to come back with. Because I'm telling y'all right now, Doomsday Part 2 was light. That was light work for Eminem, okay? That was light. Doomsday Part 2 was not Kill Shot. It was not Nell in the Coffin. It was not Bully. Like, Doomsday Part 2 was light. So, look. (laughs) Benzino, you better pray. You better pray that Eminem don't respond. Because if he does, oh, man, sir, it's going to be a, he's going to break the internet that day, whenever that day does happen, if that day happens, he's going to break the internet. And when you have nothing else to say, oh, my gosh, that'll be the best day ever. Literally, the best day ever. It's always been said, motherfuckers want the smoke till they get it. Well, Benzino, I'm pretty sure it's coming. I mean, it's already came in forms of M's Associates. But we'll see what happens, y'all. We will definitely see what happens. Last thing I'm going to say, y'all, hope y'all have a great weekend. Hope y'all enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, Go Chiefs. It's going to be a great game.
whoever you're going for. I know it's going to be a good game. Um, halftime show should be something else with Usher being the headliner performing. Um, I think I might also read that Alicia Keys is going to make a surprise performance or something like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, y'all have a great day. Like I said, happy Saturday and uh, have a great weekend overall. I am Ron Don. This was the My Thoughts I'm Just Saying podcast. And we are out.